Yes. All right, welcome back. Here is 4A4B. I'm Mo. I'm Simo. Uh, I am Pease. I wonder what it's like to be in the eye of a hurricane. Cane. Hurricane. Hurricane. And I am Eagle. Yet <laughs> <laughs> to say with a higher pitch voice. I'm not Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the week that was. <laughs> Shocker! For those who don't know, we, we, we mock Some Eagle. Some M. Night Shyamalan shit right there. <laughs> For those who don't know, we, we mock Eagle because uh, back in week one in early January, he's like, guys, we need to do a proper intro for everyone on this podcast. Like, in Tusa, who are you? So yeah, like, but he does that like eight seconds before we get on air. No, yeah. literally during the countdown. Five, four. Also, introduce yourselves, guys. One. Three, two, one. <laughs> so we're like, oh, so how? But there you go. Thank you, Eagle. For being yourself. All right. So, 4A, 4B, let's recap the week that was. The game that I Go. saw, a guy who had a phenomenal game was Jeff Roseblatt for Keyport Lock, winning 33-24. Roseblatt, 250 bills of yardage on Sunday. He was phenomenal. This finding Jadaridi, Jeremy Anderson, who was subbing in, I guess, and Boris Bullard, who probably has the best sack dance I've ever seen in my life. Hey, I like, you know what, what I like it? about Show Boris? Me. Show us. Show the people at home. He's yeah. like, Whoa! Suck. That's not dance. It's just a, like yeah. you know what I'm saying, like a slow down scream. But from the an reason old I bring this up because he beat Lomdel West. But here's the thing: Antoine Cote is an exciting football player. Antoine Cote is so much fun to watch. He is. Man. He is. We, you know, Steele Levine, who plays uh, on a couple of teams in all this FPF world, all hooks included. Uh, it's the same thing, but like he does a lot of uh, a lot of zigging and zagging with the run. He th- his receiving core is underrated for what they do but he throws a pretty good ball and he keeps plays alive and and that's why even though the score was a nine-point win it wasn't one of those games where you're like oh it's out of reach it's out of reach it was just exciting with Cote at quarterback and even Mm -hmm. though Roseblatt threw for 250 I think that's in the background of what he did Cote and the run and pass game for the Men of West. Well, look at this. Like the Under West have been struggling all season. You've played them before. Well, you played. I them played this both season. these teams actually. And you, you know, like they, they struggle. But with Antoine Cote, he went 11 for 16, which is good, 150 yards, and then add on four rushes for 47 yards and touchdown. So, 11 for 16 or 15 for 20, depending on the amount of snaps, for 200 yards and four touchdowns. Mm. The interception hurt them because it was at a bad time and it really gave Keeper Lock a big swing. But there was this one play, I'm telling you, he was, we were at Lachine. He started scrambling, beats the rusher, runs one way, cuts back, goes o- across the field towards us, and launched a 40-yard bomb across his body into the back of the end zone where only a receiver could get it. It was a beautiful ball. Mm-hmm. I turned around and said, this guy has a cannon for an arm, and he's so fast. The dude they need to use more on that team is uh, Mohamed Lamamri. Yes. Plays the, the right wide opposition. Yeah, yeah. He's a very, very good wide receiver. Uh, tons of tackle accolades. Um, yeah, he's played some FPF, but not really enough to garner much of a rating. But uh, he's also played enough that he understands the game. So he's a guy that I don't understand how he's not the number one guy on this team. And well, he, he had Hamel, a pretty good game in this one. I think it's Hamel, the receiver. Vince Hamel is a monster. He's a, he's a great receiver. Yeah, he's explosive. But, but I'm telling you, Mohamed Lam- like I think to me, like staying power in FPF, Mohamed Lamary is the guy. Which is crazy because Alexandre Poulin-Rieu is a very good player. Even they have, the, they have, the thing is, they, they have athleticism. Uh, they have guys who can play the game. The problem is, is 
They're they're probably a division too high to start. It, so so they have a lot of talent. They're a strong team. It took a while for them to first of all get a quarterback that could throw it in the ball well and get it down the field and stuff like that. So they lost a bunch of games because they didn't have the quarterback. With their quarterback now, they have a few tough games. Keeper lock is not an easy game. No. And Jeremy Anderson really tore him up, and like you had 120 yards. Jeff Rosenblatt is very comfortable with guys like Jeremy Anderson. If you win one-on-one matchups where you could just put it in your chest and you're going to get the ball every time, Jeff needs guys like that and really shines. This is what he had with It's Jeremy. amazing. We're pacing uh, the West, even though they lost this football game, and Jeff Rosenblatt threw for 250, which is huge for him. It is, but the storyline here is these on the West are not a bottom feeder team anymore. No, they're not. No, they're no longer being rolled over. Which games you saw, guys, besides that? I saw that Jägerbaum team. That played against uh, the Savage, Savage Squad. squad. Yeah. That was a very interesting game to me. Savage Squad, uh, they're very up and down this season. They have had some good games. They've had some good wins. They've also had some bad wins. Jägerbaum, now with Ryan Karouf at full-time at quarterback, they were very hopeful in being able to do some damage and finally move on to the, the more explosive Jägerbaum offense that they've had. And Savage Squad destroyed them. Karouf was really frustrated, though, in this football game. He, listen, you got it. So, the f- Savage Squad started with the ball scored. Fine. Uh, then Jacobon went on offense and um, couldn't get much going, no warm-up. It, it just felt odd. Savage Squad went back on offense, scored again, so now you're up by two, and then a bad snap occurred, which created safety. Mm-hmm. So not only did your offense didn't go anywhere on the first drive, now you get safety on the second drive, you're down 17 nothing. And from that point on, Savage Squad just controlled the, the whole pace of the game. Uh, Tony Curry looked like a phenomenal player out there. Uh, Tony Curry was used to be a Division One player, snapper mm-hmm. for Division One. Uh, in this setup against Jager Bomb, he looked like a Division One player. And Derek Dawu really, honestly, was impressive. Like he didn't take a lot of risk. He was taking the easier throws. He kept putting it on the sidelines. Listen, there's no point in forcing him down the middle, and he knew that. And the Savage Squad controlled the game the whole way. And they left no chance for Jager Bomb. Any other games that caught your attention, piece? From I five caught four? Uh, during my game. I caught a bit of the Stoics uh, and Sphinx game. Stoics are good. I, I didn't think much of them when I first saw the roster. I thought it was a good team that just had a lot of the same kind of players. But Chris Rivet has found roles for everyone on the team. And uh, honestly, I was I was pretty excited to see it. And, and this is the best I've seen Chris Rivet play uh, in a long time. Uh, as for Sphinx, I mean, it's kind of what we expect. They're good. They'll be all right. But they're they're not going to be able to stop efficient offenses from scoring, and that's exactly what Stokes gave them. And Chris Rivera's ability to use all of his all of his weapons is to me the thing that's most impressive. And he he just has guys that that fill defined roles well on this offense, and and that's that was evident to me. Uh, I think Lutzi played well as well, but made a mistake, and then and then they couldn't really keep up. Uh, they were actually leading in the first half, eighteen sixteen, and then yep. the once he threw the interception, they just sort of fell apart. And Stoics just—they were just consistent throughout the game. But that's what Stoics has been the entire season so far. Is there might not be the, the flashiest team, the highest. So would you team. say that their play is somewhat stoic? Yes. Do you know what the word means? Yes. All right, that's a underdog uh, win. Right the, Division Four B had some very interesting matchup this week. The first one is the infantry against All Looks, forty-one set thirty-seven. Yeah, All Looks took some time. The first five weeks did not look like the All Looks that we all remember. The team that really I offense with making some plays and Charlotte Villeving being like the star player on the team. Now they do though. They finally yeah. look like what we expected from them. But the infantry is a dominant team. Like they, 
as much as Alux is a good team, the infantry is just the better team in 4B by a mile. And this showed. They played against a very strong team who played well and still came out on top with 41 points defensively. Uh, Air Force One against Dreambreakers. Breakers got off to a slow start. Not a great game. Uh, they they were down 12-0 early on, and then they just never recovered, got in the end zone. wasn't really that great of a, of a game in terms of the excitement that was presented by both teams here. Air Force One starting to find the rhythm now. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, yeah the, the big now. win over, uh, over Dream Breakers. Uh, Simon Blais is a talented quarterback. Yep. Smart play caller. He's uh, actually quarterback coach now as well, oh, yeah. um, if I'm not mistaken. He... Um, he knows he has he has an excellent roster around him. It's just that whole thing where you got to learn FPF specifically. His arm strength isn't his best asset, but he's he's learning now that he can't just chuck the ball up the way he did in Division Six and expect success. So it's more about developing a system, and 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 it seems to be the case. Uh, but he has excellent top end talent in terms of Edward Arsenal, Chris Van Oort. Uh, Benjamin Reed, guys who we know can can really take over a game, um, and Sebastian Delaro on the other side, he had a rough one. Three interceptions against a very athletic defense. The other Division Six team that moved up to Division Four, Glow Gang, this week beat Mad Bears. We talked about it last Finally, week. Finally, man, we talked about it last week. Glow Gang has been playing well. Like honestly, aside from the fact that they, it's because they don't care the first four yeah, weeks. Yeah, they sort of no, like they pissed away the first two games. Yeah, uh, one of them was a forfeit. They've been improving the first few games you see they were trying ish but it was sluggish now they really turn it up and they're playing better and better and i expected mad bears to be too fast for glow gang like this is what mad bears do right they're a fast team sebastian Thibault's gonna run over the field and we talked about it last week saying oh i thought they would be too fast you said well glow gang is very fast and you were right they, they are very fast they were fast <laughs> enough to keep up with them and they won this game 32 28 any, any other games, game. guys, that caught your attention? Or are we wrapping up for 4A and 4B? Oh, I have uh, one more for you guys. Lonzo Ballers, they blew Brunner. They blew Brunner. Yeah, say it right. They, they, they're they much improved LBB, though. Oh, for sure. Well, we've, we've talked about last week yeah. in your corner yeah, saying yeah, no. toss-up. Yeah, of course. But when you were here, you were, you were here. I was yeah, physically yeah. here, but yeah. verbally. So if Rob asks about your paycheck, you were here that week. So don't worry about it. I know. But, uh, Rob, didn't you hear him say toss-up? Yeah. Like Toss up. Shit. Uh, what do you mean? He was at the Habs game, but he was there. How's he do two for one? Uh, you know what it is. Uh, there, you know what it is. Being in two oh, spots you, in one place. You all seen that heart? I can't. <laughs> Rob, I can never chime in. I never know what you're talking about. <laughs> Lonzo Ballers. I was expecting this to be more like of a 40 to 36 kind of game. 1913 is a bit odd. Was it 1918? No, 1913. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Is it 1913? Yeah, 1913. They're both good offenses, both very good defenses, and both teams are loaded with talent. So it's it's sort of shocking to see that no defense won most of the matchups instead of offense winning most of the matchups. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, like this is a contender matchup that if this game's happening in the playoffs again, it's going to be a very great yeah. game to watch. All right, so we've talked a lot about the, the roster improvements during yeah. the season. It's, a, it's Overall, it's a very, very strong team. So I was looking at the top four right. uh, in, um, in the... Uh, 4B or 4A? 4A. Okay. Uh, so we have, for example, Stoics, Half Stars, Niners, and Greendale Human Beings. I was saying, if you take away their best players, so for... Andrew Langbert, half the stars. Dean Dimitri for the Niners. Galano for Stoics. And Danny Elward for Greendale Human Beings. Who can survive if the best player from each team was no longer on the roster? Stoics. Yes. 
Stokes is. You uh, think they did because when I saw them play, sorry, please. When I saw them play the first week or so without Vinny, it did not look good. Yeah, but now, like I said, Chris Rivera developed in a way where, look, if you lose Vinny Colano, your team's gonna hurt because he's a Hall of Famer in FPF for a reason. Uh, like all Hall of Famers are, uh, but the thing <laughs> is, Hall of Famer. the thing is with uh, the thing is with uh, sorry, what's it called with. Uh, the thing is with Stoics is, again, Chris Rivez now created a system where he knows how to use all of the pieces and is adaptable to the defenses he sees. Honestly, it's he seems calm. He seems relaxed. I find that he, relaxed uses, he, and he uses Vini as a good receiver, but not as a Vini dominant receiver yeah. or whatever. So he doesn't need Vini to win the matchups that he usually does, which makes it more easy to replace in his offense, which is like if Vini gets hurt, it's not the end of the world for Stoics. Whereas if Greendale Human Beings lose Brandon Elward, they're not going to, or Ayak Jotopov, they won't score 40 points anymore. Mm-hmm. Like these guys are much tougher to, to replace. 69ers, we've seen it with Dean Dimitri when he's not there, the impact that he has on the team. Alpha Stars, Jordan Prasant has been playing really well. If you ta- Even if you take away Andrew Langbert, I think he's a, he's, he's well, a better... Thing, what if you take away Jordan Prasant, though? Yeah, then, but then you lose your quarterback. Yeah. That's a different story. But if Alpha Stars, I find that um, Andrew Lambert is a bigger addition on defense than he is on offense. I find on offense, guys, yeah, like he's able to use everybody. But the, but the thing is, I think, I think my point though is Jordan Present to me is actually the guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's the better, he's the best offensive player on that team, and but he's also the quarterback. So it's it's a different discussion to have if you switch quarterback. So, uh, I know you were making fun of Terry Tan for not being a Hall of Famer. Uh, Terry, did you know this by chance, or were you making this fluke stat on at Hebera on Wednesday night? What's this? You're four yards away from 5,000 for your career. I was, four, I am four yards oh, away. Oh, I have a great yeah. story about that, but we'll talk about it in Division 2 <laughs> when it matters. Yes. Yeah, so be Where I belong favorite. and you don't. Nice. What? Where you don't belong. Oh, neither does Terry. It's fine. I mean, 5,000 yards, though. You want, you want to, I have more than that, but it's okay. You want to talk about, we'll talk about it in Division 2, Terry. We'll talk about it. Don't worry. I got you. All right, but uh, Demetrio Alward. Langbert, wouldn't they be bigger losses for what their role is on those teams? Yeah, it's, I don't remember what we said. He was talking for like forty-five yeah, minutes. I, know, I, I don't know. know what the I don't know what was going on. All right, okay. I wasn't listening, dude. All right, so Sorry. POP, POP, Jagerbaum were both four and four. Two yep. games left. Could they fall behind, or can they somehow jump up and be a threat to the top half of their division? I think they can most likely fall behind. Like okay, so Wolf- they play each other week ten. By the Wolverines way. and Public Puxy are pretty much out. The ball they're they're out. Like they have they're zero and seven, zero and eight. Uh, they need six points. Wolverines, unless they win out, they're pretty much done. And with seventy one points total this season, not happening. Uh, Jaegerbaum just lost to Savage Squad. Savage Squad is that ninth team out of the playoffs currently, three and four, and Jaegerbaum are four and four. So they're one game ahead ahead because they won. See what it did there. But but since Jagerbaum lost to Savage Squad, they they don't have the tiebreaker against them, right? So if it comes down to eight points for the final seed and Jagerbaum is eight... But it's likely going to be a three-way tie. Most likely. But there's a chance that this game actually turns out to be... the. W- mm-hmm. If Jagerbaum would have won this, Savage Squad would have been in a tough spot. Now, Savage Squad is in a very winnable position. Uh, or seizable So you think they can get into the playoffs now because you have, e, have uh, Ebros and Sphinx who are both at 7-8 and eight with 6 points each. Yep. 3 wins for uh, Ebros. Sphinx now in 8 games, 3-5. and five, They lost a bad one on Wednesday. And Savage Squad, if they do win, you think they get in? Savage Squad have Wolverines on the schedule. 
in the, la- the next three games. The Wolfram's still alive for playoff spot, by the way. Yeah, but no. they also have the 69ers and the Stoics. Yeah, so so if they if they're able to beat 69ers or Stoics and would beat Wolverines, they'll finish at five and five, which should get them into the playoffs because of the tiebreakers. Can they beat 69ers? We'll see this week. Yeah. Thoughts? Um. Yeah, Savage Squad, again, I know they have that one win we'll give it. Otherwise, they're in a pretty tough spot. Um, so I don't I don't see them necessarily being able to move in and sort of displace Ebros or Sphinx. Um, as for your other question, Faso Prime and Jagerbaum, they're both kind like, th- I mean, they'll, they'll both likely end up in the playoffs in any case. So I don't think it, it matters a ton. In terms of seeding, they're both teams that are heavily matchup dependent, and they'll just it'll be luck of the draws to see who they get. All right, so we look at Fun Boys, the UQ Porlocks, Showing TDs, Baby Kangaroos, all at eight points. So four through nine, the tide also included at six points here. Four through nine, like somebody's got to give, right? So, well, the tide only has six games played. Yes. So they still have four games on their schedule. Show me TDs have eight. So. Shumi TDs with the big with the loss over Baby Kangaroos yesterday. But that was a bad loss, though. The, the problem, so with, the problem with that loss is now ba- they're tied with Baby Kangaroos at eight points. Don't have the tiebreaker, and they're one game ahead. Do you want to know why Justin Blanche is not a Hall of Famer? That game, a drop ball, in the dropped flats. interception, and dropped uh, then then they score, and then the drop game winner, drop would be game winner. Well, you don't. Know, there's a play left, so you can't spe- speculate. It would have been the game winner. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so you are speculating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> yes, will five wins be enough? To if if the tie win, okay, they're four and three. Would five wins be enough to get in the playoffs at this point? Well, the tie so the tie has four games left. I'm assuming, and from what I've seen this season, they should be able to win at least two or three of the next games. They have except the, for the one at St. Patty's they, Day weekend. They have soft serve, which is going to be a crazy. I've, I've learned to black that they, that yeah. game out by the way. Like that one. So, so the tie plays soft serve, which is going to be a crazy game for playoff implications because they're the two teams out of the currently out of the playoffs. Then they play Shumi TDs, Baby Kangaroos, and the U. So as the the U, anyways, yes, very, very yes, I know you're talking about difficult schedule, but winnable for the U, for the Tide. And by winning most of these games, they'll knock everybody out of the playoffs. Like they'll knock Shumi TDs with an extra with an extra loss. They'll push Softer further down at two and five. They'll probably be able to jump Baby Kangaroos with that one win just to leap over them and push Baby Kangaroos back to the into the the whole so it's it's going to be the the one team to watch for conference b for a is the the tight schedule well they're not knocking off so many tvs so sorry because hmm? because believe in mikey okay i thought you were gonna he's say gotta, he's gotta improve know. though man like yes he's also, that. Bad, also that bad games he has like. had some terrible games uh, but like I can read the like the spalling off the football when he throws it. Like, where's the zip on the on the throws now? Listen, man, you don't always need zip. Sometimes you uh, you just gotta call plays where guys are open, and he's very good at that. And but he has been though the last three weeks. Well, he we had won three of our last four before this past game. Yeah, but you also started zero three. Yeah, zero two. Doesn't matter. It's fine. We'll, yes, uh, we're not, we're not <laughs> worried. We're gonna make the playoffs. It'll be fine. Yes, Terry. I know you want you want to chime in here or. I know no, you're leaning back don't. in the mic ready, so I thought you wanted to chime in. <laughs> no, I don't. It's very okay. emphatic. Okay, so I mean, I would, I would like to, but you guys are doing such, doing such a good job today. Perfect. Are you job. texting Eagle right oh. now, telling him what's going on? No, he's busy at the Nutcracker. Yes, he's getting he his nut crack. Yeah, of By course. Nice. So I have one question for you, Peace. I have I mean, one answer are, for you. You are in the conference 
Four A Conference B. Yeah. So. So the number one seed is Game Changers. That's not gonna change, right? No, they're gonna. So make you guys are gonna make the playoffs, whatever. So if you make the playoffs and you are not the eight seed, so okay. any you're playing anybody but Game Changers. Yeah. Who's the one team you don't want to play against? Because that, that game well, it doesn't matter because it's it, we'll get game changer second round and we'll beat them then. <laughs> so. Okay, but the game. <laughs> Sometimes not too much to fun on the soundboard. Today. To be honest, to be honest, it, honestly, it's game changers and everyone else. Yeah, the, yeah, but they can be had though. They can be had. They haven't had been had so far <laughs> no. <laughs> this season. No, I think game changers are very strong. Teams here. Like it's the strongest team by quite a distance. And in four, and I didn't hear one word you said. <laughs> That's right. It's a great point, though. Yeah, it was yeah. very excellent. Keep com- doing that. It was purposely done. Th- there's too much of a gap between Game Changers and Everything. BD Bandits. Don't mess with Texas. Fun yeah. boys. So everyone else is beatable. So no one is my answer. So you don't mind? As long as you're not eight, it's fine? Yeah. BD Bandits is more like BD suck. Yeah, Mark Don't mess with Texas. more like mess with Texas. Fun boy is more like no fun boys. But I don't know if I trust Mark Bell. You're more like the us beating them. You don't trust Mark over there? No. Hot take by Mokan right yeah, here. Real hot take. Uh, that's our Ke- keyboard lock more like keyboard loss. So hold on. Who's your quarterback here today? Is it Jordan Prezant or uh, Jeff Rosenblatt? Jordan Prezant. I love Jordan Prezant. I'm a huge fan. I'm very impressed by what he's done this season. Considering he hasn't played a ton recently, it's been absolutely impressive. Who do you have? Uh, I got Anton Sakic, man. Oh, but that wasn't one of the, that wasn't one of the choices. Also, yeah, it's but not he's his name. for sure. He's also, winning. it's not his name. The only the only also reason. it's not his name. <laughs> Just to be clear, the only uh, reason because some re- people think that's his name. Yes, I know one guy. On a, on a broadcast. The, the, the reason why he didn't mention him is because he's one game behind everybody else because he only has played seven. Yeah. but he's got phenomenal stats. And I'm sorry that I jinxed him two weeks ago saying, "Oh, he's 25-0 interceptions." Now he's thirty-five for two. Still a great, great ratio. Uh, a squad. Do they look more menacing in their orange uniform or blue uniform? Blue. Go. 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 Why we, why we gotta make it about colors, man? Some of us can't see colors. All so right, Terry. Can you ask the question <laughs> then? Uh, I always found look? that their blue was pretty nice. So why do they go orange though? I don't know. Yakub doesn't like the orange. I remember we were gonna on with Wolfpack. We were gonna go orange, and he's like, "No, no, none of that." And I was like, "Okay." And now I, I remember you told me that actually that you want orange. Does this make sense? It's so story. Are, are, are they are they for real? Are you are you looking at this team as being for real or are yes. they still like because uh, even though you hate them all? No, they they look no, you no Rick them. Cummins, who is a big fan of the show, uh nice. little hey, listener. Rick. What's up, Rick? Uh he's like, nah man, don't talk about us, man. No, no, because it feels us. One. It feels us. It feels us to play better because you don't talk about us. Well, please. You hate on them. Every season you hate on them. No, no, but but I said, Okay, Rick, we're gonna talk about you. No, I'll, no, no, don't I'll talk about this. us. I'll say this. I'll say this about A Squad. Nobody gives a crap about what you guys say other than Rick Cummings on that team. That's fair. No, Junior Luke cares. Junior Luke does not care. Yeah, no, he doesn't. He's a big bear. There's literally not a person <laughs> who cares. He's a big less. huggable bear. <laughs> <laughs> Junior Luke and Put on the poll, please, Terry. Is Junior Luke a big huggable bear? Yeah, I'd, I'd hug him. Yes, I would. Yeah. Definitely. But then he would get bitten because he's also a bear. I've saw <laughs> so, Or maybe he's a bear. What? A 300 pound bear. That's what he is. He's not 300 pounds. Yeah. He's an animal. 300 pounds. He's 300 pounds, man. I know the CFL lists somebody. He's not 300 pounds. Oh, he's 300 pounds, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's not 300 pounds. Did you weigh him? Yeah, he he actually lost weight. He was actually three ten at one point and got down to two ninety now to three hundred okay. pounds. Yeah. Making Again. up numbers on the radio. And, and on my driver's license I'm two hundred pounds. So also on your driver's license, you don't wear glasses and you are not uh colorblind. Correct. So are they gonna be a real Actually threat? no so here's the funny thing. Yes. I am blind without glasses. Yes. Very blind. 
I don't need to wear glasses when I'm driving because when I got, went for my license, they asked me if I had glasses and they told me, oh, if you have glasses, you need to go ho- You can't do the test. Then you need to go home and get them. So like, no, 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 I don't wear glasses. And then they give me this eye test. Like, guess where these four dots are? I'm saying guess because I had to guess. And I guessed right. So on my license, I don't have to drive with glasses. You know, although I would kill everyone if I don't wear glasses. You know, the funny story with that is if you take your if you take your driver's license picture with glasses, if you get a, like pulled over by a cop, they're gonna ask you. You're gonna have to wear your glasses because on the picture there's some glasses. If you don't have them, technically you don't have to say no, that you wear two them. Two different licenses. If yeah. you fail the eye test, there's yeah. a different color. Yeah. Like says on the, on the uh, yeah. license or not. Yeah. Uh, it's not just that. You know, it's not just also, different. if you wear contacts, you're fine. Okay, so does your glasses see uh, a squad as being a legitimate threat then? Yes. Yes, absolutely. They're at five and two. Uh, maybe they can catch up. Uh, They're they a legitimate threat. I think that a squad is a very good team. You hate on them for some reason. I do hate on them. And they're part of the top eight. So it's because he's anti-East 10. Most of the time, a lot of things. Um, no, uh, except for one guy. <laughs> no, I think that in Achille- Conference B... Achilles can home. <laughs> I call Achilles because Motor is Achilles backpedaling. Yeah, so bad. So bad. But that's, that's my homie, man. In 4B, I think there's a top eight. There's eight very strong teams that could actually... The infantry is the better team, but they're still like the sheriff is good, A squad is good, the Le Blues, Monarch, SWAT, Lonzo Ballers, all very good teams. So it's a it's going to be a more fun playoff to watch than for A. So Lonzo Ballers, SWAT, who was the better team right now? Out of these two, yeah, uh, Lonzo Ballers. Who you got, please? Lonzo Ballers as well. Yeah. You don't think SWAT has any chance if they played right now in a one off? It's just it's the same thing we've seen with SWAT recently. Well, is the top end talent is excellent. And then it's roster fillers. Yeah, but the the problem is the top end talent now is three guys. Yes. Right? So if you want to, if you, you one on one Sean Aini, he wins those. If you one on one Isaiah Lard, he wins those. If you one on one Carmen Pelice, he wins those. Right. So at some point, if you double everybody, there's not enough players on the team. Like it's just five guys on defense. So you can't double. It's really like John Madden, like code. You mean, take out ma- this math guy. class with Simon Dajne. Yeah. So you also don't need to double anyone. You could just you play, play single, good schemes. Single man to man look. Yeah, also, you don't have to play man. You could just play good schemes and but take that's what, yeah, but that's what they excel at. Is like in, like Carmen Pelice is probably the best receiver to beat zone with. He's old. Yes. Bah, he's old. Not interested. He's like good. that. Uh, you know, YMC basketball player, the old school guy. He can just box you out and just get that rebound. Carm yeah. in his prime. Is probably if you take everybody's best prime, he's probably the best receiver in FPF history. Yeah, probably. I agree. Yeah. But now old. <laughs> but now eh. still great, but old. Yeah, like he very puts old. up uh, like, old numbers, but he's still good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I think he was there when popcorn was invented. <laughs> with butter or without butter? <laughs> is no, without. he Orville Redenbacher? Okay, put on the oh, poll. Oh, put on the poll. Is he Orville Redenbacher? Yeah, <laughs> is Carmen Pelicci Orville Redenbacher? Yes or no? I think it's yes. There's got to be yes. There's no okay. way he's not Orville Redenbacher. Uh, There's Royce, no way he's not Orville Redenbacher. Our boy Rory Samirjan, is, he, uh, is this a real love-hate with the lower boy, Simon Dagenet? Well, I mean, uh, as Simon yeah. would have called him, he's not Rory Samirjan, he's slowly Samirjan. <laughs> We played it. We played against. Simo called him slow one time. Yeah, never yeah, let it down. Yeah, we we played against. <laughs> Look at Terry. We we played against him this week in Division Three. We'll talk about it uh, later on the show. I know. But in in the, with the infantry, honestly, it's. It <laughs> so I I googled is Carmen Pelice. is Carmen Pelice. Yeah, Orville Redenbacher. Okay. Yes, and the first article that comes up is, I got a pop up here. Orville Redenbacher's great granddaughter. Not named Carmen Pelice, 
busted for drunk driving, attacking cops and nurses. So I'm saying, Carm, you need to watch so your he, great he granddaughter. Yeah. But he's so old, he has a great granddaughter. Just put it out there. So she was popped then. Just putting it out there. Popped indeed. She was popped indeed. So, so the, the we'll back to Rory. He's got 13 touchdowns in seven games. Yes. <laughs> now what are you going to say? I'm saying he's tearing up Division 4. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. What was the question? I don't remember. No, I'm saying, does, does, he, does he have a real like hate for the lover boy, Simon Dash? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. So wait. Everyone so again, how was that answering most question? I no, yes. he's answered the question. That's why I, I said yes. I started off with yes. For once, I didn't start with no. No, of course Jesus. not. All yeah, right, he legit hates you. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Fair enough. All right, it is now time for. He, he said you're a terrible person. Games who likely kicks children. of the week. All right, man. Wow. Three, four, eight, four, eight, four, eight, four, eight, four, eight, four, one second. Our right. babies can't really take it. Game of the week, boys. So we're gonna start with prepping. I don't even know which if this is four A or four B. Doesn't matter. First teams. game. First game. <laughs> first game. Whatever it is. Okay. So go. we're gonna go with my boys, fun boys, my team mm-hmm. uh, against Les Hommes de l'Ouest. Is this is this the week you played for them or not? Or no, I played the mask. Okay, so it's uh, not this week. I, I, I played well last too. week. They did pretty well. Gotta say. I'm telling Leon, there's, a, there's a West over here to win it. So. So, the, so they don't have a quarterback this week, fun boys. They actually asked me, but I can't make yeah. it. Oh, so, so Scott's out. Yeah. So no Scott, and I yeah. think Vince is out also. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So who is quarterbacking? Give me the, uh, I don't know yet. I think it's going to be... Um, Newly released John, Johnny Menzel? No, one of their guys. I always forget his name. Terrence Morsink? No, Terrence. No. The guy with... Uh, he's kind of bald, tall. Brandon? Parm? Not Parm. The guy on the other side of the field. I don't know. Derek Eason? Maybe. Maybe. All right, so I'm going to go uh, armed with all this information and uh, the fact that the quarterback's bald. I'm going to go with Lizam to the West. <laughs> yeah, bald the West. Bald, yeah. All right, next. We'll go with Baby Kangaroos against BD Bandits. That's a funny game. Kangaroos. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They're the same, so Bandits. No, tie. Tie. No, give me the Bandits, and I think that their defense is going to be able to shut down Baby Kangaroos. Next. No, you're wrong. Tie. Next question. <laughs> Playoff implications. Uh, stop, serve. And the tide. Tide. Yeah, it can be tied. That's it? Yeah. Tide. I don't like it though. Try harder. Four B. Was that was that four B or four A? Doesn't matter. Next. Four A. Four A. One <laughs> Doesn't matter. Next. Well, I need to know what to go next. Give <laughs> <laughs> four A if you have to. That was to. four A. So that was four A? Yeah, it's four B. Yeah. I should have known, right? <laughs> be eagle. No, Guys. no, don't be eagle. Guys, okay. Um We'll go with Believe the Hype and Les Breux Blancs Le Blues. 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 The Blues? Yeah. Ooh, it's old. Oh, today, please. A lot of good games. Thanks. We'll, we'll stick to, yeah, we'll stick to the Canes since you like Canes so much. We'll go Canes and Ballers. Ballers. I do not like Canes in this game. However, Ballers will win. Yes. Interesting game here. Uh, mean Machine and Ghosts. Well, Francois Martin will get away with uh, overthrowing wide-open receivers yeah. who will make ridiculous catches for him, so ghosts. Yes. Going to go ghost, yeah. That's it. That's it. Mm. Match words, please. Historians claim that the uh, bubonic plague was actually passed on by gerbils and not rats. Okay. Good night. Europe. Basketball season. <laughs>